0: bolt-on technologies automotive software solutions auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text real-time digital reports multi-point inspections estimates and repair information at your fingertips info at boltontechnology.com
1: Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation. Car talk. Car culture. Car tips. Car music. All that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve.
2: It is Wrench Nation and we are live today and we are on the road at Desert Wind Harley-Davidson in Mesa on Country Club just north of Southern, right across the street from my favorite barbecue place, Tom's Barbecue. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, so Dude. I'm wearing area all the time it is wrench station our two-hour edition frank's here wally's here hello guys how you guys doing
0: we are absolutely wunderbar uh welcome back you mechanical maniacs every week you know we talk about your car care tips but we'd like to take you on a journey and this show is dedicated uh, this year steve wally 115 years dude of harley davidson wow. americana iconic history and culture 1903 then we're going Back, And we're going to cover some of that history. We are here at Desert... Wins uh, Harley Davidson, your premier Harley Davidson you know,
2: dealership. I forget how awesome this place is because I've been here a couple of times, but it's been a few years. Yeah, and to come into a, a Harley place like Desert Wind, I mean, just everything that's here—the bikes, first and foremost, are absolutely incredible. Yeah, but then all of the you know the accessories that go with it—they have just about everything you could possibly want or need. That's Harley Davidson. Absolutely, all about the lifestyle yes. right here. Oh, absolutely. Yep, you gotta love that. So come on down and join us. If you want to stop by and say hello today. We're here till five o'clock with Wrench Nation.
0: That's right. And if you have a particular question, uh, we're actually going to have a uh, motorcycle mechanic. We're going to have some uh, accessories folks on here. If you thought about buying a Harley, uh, perhaps you don't know how to ride one. I they've got a tester uh, that actually we're going to talk about. There's a riding academy. Uh, so oh, don't wow. fear. I could use uh, that. <laughs> this show is dedicated to Harley-Davidson. And don't forget, we also have, we're pretty excited about this, Wally. We talked about last show, uh, we were over at NHRA talking to the Aquila Motorsports folks over there, just really down to earth. Amen. Amen. And uh, we're really grateful. Uh, so uh, what we have today is we've got Greg Buckley's dad, Gene Buckley, Steve. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The man is hung out, apparently hung nice. out. with Big Daddy Don Garlitz of uh, NHRA. All right. Right, fame, and so we've got our our uh, Tales from the Strip coming up later on in the show. That was and, a strip uh, or strip club. Well, you know, it could be <laughs> a little bit of both. but uh, I don't have any ones. And, of course, if you guys yeah, have any car care now, huh? questions, this show is always dedicated. It's our community. You guys rock. You've gotten on a Facebook uh, and all over, and we appreciate you guys. Remember, this is your show. We're going to save you money on car care. We're going to help you the best we can. Check engine lights, brakes, uh Gosh, if you got a tire issue. Yeah,
2: we just got to give you, you know, pretty much we're here to give you an opinion. And pretty much if, if you already had it looked at and you're going, well, I don't know, you call Frank. He knows. And if you're looking for a new car, call Wally. Yeah. He knows. You know, that's what he does. The it, new car review we do every week.
0: That's right. And uh, speaking of new car review, um, we're going to get to that here in a little bit. Wally's got some great uh information on that and you guys know we've we've shopped it and uh respectfully we're going to tell you where you know where you can find uh this new car that's coming up later yep. but first man we can't we can't forget uh you know uh, Gosh, Harley-Davidson, been around since 1903. You drive a Harley. Tell us what you're
3: feeling when you are hanging on a Harley, Mr. Wally. Well, I'll tell you what. What you feel riding down the road, there is nothing. And today's a prime example right here in southern uh, Arizona, here in Phoenix. Yeah. If you look outside, beautiful weather, big clouds, Fresh air, and the nice thing that I really, really like about riding my Harley, yeah, is the fact that you you basically enrich in every one of your senses: sight, smell butt cheek feel you know? <laughs> so wait a minute now you said like stimulation like some of us got have a comfortable
2: we- seat but a couple of these look pretty comfortable i'm
0: saying like some of us out there you guys know you're listening maybe you headed up to castle and coasters got on a roller coaster and that was your afternoon of goodness in the wind we're talking riding a harley and so if you've had a stressful week man
3: you this is a this oh is- uh, okay i huh? can i can even like Bring it down to a Nats thing right there. We want to bring it down. Okay. (laughs) I work out of my house. I have a home office. All right. If I'm having a bad day, I think nothing of going out in the garage, throwing my leg over my Harley, and I'll take off for an hour and come back and refire again. So you don't need to wait for the weekend. I mean, especially if you're not you know, working for somebody that won't let you go. I work for myself. Sure. So if I'm having a bad day, I'll tell you, inside probably – Ten minutes of riding my bike i have forgotten whatever i was upset about yeah that's the feel of a harley
0: you know and in setting up for the show here we talked to a a bunch of great staff members here at uh, desert wind here in mesa harley davidson and and one of the things that seemed to be the main tone is that the quality the history the racing relationships and we're going to cover some of that uh storied racing history man you got everybody from airline pilots to stockbrokers to librarians uh i missed the r on that one um that hang in that harley
3: culture that's incredible well you know it's kind of funny because you'll go out you you every harley davidson dealership has what they call a the hog chapter right harley owners group so when you come down here you buy a harley you're invited to join the family, the Harley Owners Group out of this dealership. So you get to not only ride by yourself if you want, but you can have a family reunion pretty much every weekend with the hog group. And you can go out and ride. You can meet people. You can have fun. It's like a family reunion. You're out on the road. You're having fun. You're meeting people. Uh, in the old days, there, there was nothing like riding a Harley to feel like a badass.
0: And, man, that's what we need with all the social media, digital goodness. Great. breaking our families up. We need to get on a Harley and bring the families back together. Steve, have you ridden a Harley?
2: You know what? I have not.
0: Okay. I have have relatives
2: that have Harleys. I'd love to. I'd love to. maybe, Maybe that's something I need to do. My next bucket list is get myself a Harley and go up to Sturgis. Because, you know, I've been up to Sturgis during the, the crazy bike rallies. Old oh,
3: man. old oh, man. <laughs> man.
2: Wait a minute. I love the Black Hills. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's you some know. large goals right yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, well, you
2: know, I'm going to retire maybe at 54. So if I do that, maybe it's time, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, going back to the early days, before we get into the automotive news here shortly, uh, going back to 1903, boy, Harley started off modest beginnings and sort of uh, in the barnyard, like a
3: lot of good in Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. It happened to be where I was born. You. Yes. Everything. I'm 1903. I'm you, the cheese late. and <laughs>
2: motorcycles. There you go. What more do you need? That's yeah. right. And blue yeah. <laughs> ribbon, <full of laughs> beer. Hell yeah. So yeah. no, I grew up in the Midwest. I know
0: all about that. Yeah. And you talk about back in the late <laughs> 1890s, we're talking. You know, the soup de jour was the bicycle. If you you know, you went from horse carriage and hey that guy's got a bicycle down there, we gotta get a bicycle. And then uh the Harley brothers, they got together and they said, Well we gotta we gotta make that thing a little faster. Yes. And yes. and so in nineteen oh three uh, of course, Daimler Benz, we got to cover Daimler was all to do with the start of, you know, uh the internal uh, combustion motor. Absolutely. Yep, yep. And maybe they didn't do as good a job as Ford in making it practical for, you know, the everyday common. But uh, they were on the other side of the pond and we didn't they know were, that over They were and they were expensive. Those yes, you know, I mean, yes. could you imagine if you made what $1,000 a year and here's uh the early model Mercedes uh uh, Daimlers, I should say, yes, that yes. were big money. I mean,
3: you'd have to be rich to afford anything mechanized. Well, right, and you'd have to be able to get it from Europe over to the U.S., and that was kind of struggling yeah, back Yeah, who had then time too. for that. Yeah. We
0: didn't want to have to get on a boat and journey for two months or whatever. It took well, to- yeah, with Christopher <laughs> Columbus and the sails, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that iconic uh, Harley starting out in 1903, of course, the signature 45-degree uh, V-twin. That yes. was there Because uh, the competitors at the time just had one single
3: yes. kind of little – yeah, everything was what one cylinder. So that that's what Harley was known for, right to start with, is like, how do we go faster? Well, let's add another cylinder. Go bigger.
0: We'll yeah. And of course the legendary history, World War One coming around. Yeah. Uh, we always think about like Jeep and what Jeeps as a brand has contributed to uh, uh some of the unfortunate world wars, but it was an American drive and you know they went from that gray classic color Harley did back in the early nineteen hundreds to that olive color. For the war movement. Yes. And, and they got one back there, too, that's got oh. a
3: big star on the side. It totally looks like a World War II. Well, we,
0: maybe we'll live stream that uh, for you guys. We're here at Desert Winds. Uh, Harley Davidson. Desert Wind, I should say. I keep putting an S on that. Do apologize. Well, the wind is blowing. I'm saying that's what I'm feeling. I was on that <laughs> test machine over there. And, and so you guys know, we're going to have... Uh, quite a few staff members come on board. Accessories is a big thing. Perhaps you already own a Harley and you need some accessories. Uh, this is also a place for you.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, big time as well as uh, it's service. It's an incredible place. I, yeah. I, again,
2: like I said, I forget how cool this place yeah. really is. I walk in, I go, oh, yeah, this is cool.
0: But first, I think we got to cover some of this automotive news situation. Yeah, sure we do. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the world, automotive Automotive news. And you know, I got to bring it up. Uh, you know, autonomous vehicles. I'm just not going to stop talking about this autonomous situation. You but and your autonomous vehicle. I know, and I'm not being paid by Elon Musk. I'll tell you what. How that are we right going to do an autonomous motorcycle? We have, I, we have to have the
2: three wheels, though. Well, uh, it had maybe. to be a chopper. <laughs> yeah. yeah we got a three wheeler right over so here. We can, we can make it autonomous. There.
0: I'm yeah. saying if it's autonomous, it better have some Two wheels? I don't
2: know how that's going to work.
0: So. I see how you, can you put an exhaust kit on a self driving car? <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, we never thought about this, but there was some news recently on some reports about what is the angle between these auto-driving vehicles and going through a car wash. Wally, how would one of these autonomous with all these cameras and radar and LiDAR manage to get through a 150-foot car wash? I don't think it would. I don't think so either. So my question to you listening, I want your input. Do you think an autonomous vehicle would make it through a car wash. Do you think the engineers would have planned for that? I want you to call in 480-655-8870. We want your take. Will a self-driving vehicle be a nightmare in a car wash? You can also text 480-655-8870. We also have another bit of technology news. Uh, Ford has officially picked the city of Miami uh, as the launch of their self-driving vehicle for Domino's Pizza, people. So, uh, you'll have a car just pull up. It'll have its little heated compartment. May not be a driver, although driver will have have to be. You
2: don't
0: have to tip him then. Well, Well, how's it getting from the car to the door? Well, they haven't figured that out. Uh Susie the robot. I don't know. But uh, (laughs) Miami was picked. uh, Getting a pizza delivered in Miami could soon require no interaction with a human being. It's as simple as that. Although I will tell you, the law on autonomous right now, and Congress is actually going to set this for 10, 12, 15 years in the makes if you... Have an autonomous in the future. You will still have to have somebody behind the wheel. Uh, if you So guys, what's you, the point? Well, th- we're getting there. The Jetsons didn't happen well, the overnight. The question
2: is, <laughs> can it, be, can it be actually be safer? Can it actually be safer if the computer is operating it, and the person's just there for an emergency backup. That's, I guess, what they're thinking.
3: Yeah. Has your computer ever crashed? No. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm still
2: here. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Ford is messing around with that, and I think it's, uh, you know, it's a part of branding. Uh, each manufacturer does want to take sort of the the lead on autonomous or. You know, as close to autonomous. But If they say four. you're going to have to have somebody behind the wheel,
2: we're going to find those people sleeping, eating, texting, doing whatever,
3: well, making out,
0: you know, whatever. Oh, man. Yeah. We posed it last week to you guys. You called in. We asked you about who's at fault. There was an autonomous vehicle yeah. that went through the intersection on a red light, and I think most were overwhelmingly saying that was a human error i think so i think so too it should have been if not we're in trouble that's it so uh we are at desert winds here at harley davidson here in Mesa, arizona i want you guys to stay tuned uh, your car care, your community, if you got any car care questions, give us a call. Or, hey, we're talking Harley-Davidson. Now's the time. Give us a call, 480-655-8870. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to cover some more of the history. JB from Bolt-On
2: Technology, the Wiser Advisor, joins us next once again live from Desert Wind on Country
1: Club just north of the Southern in Mesa on 88.7 The Pulse. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve.
2: Live from Desert Wind, Harley-Davidson, on Country Club, just north of Southern in Mesa. Steve
0: Frank, Wally, hanging out today with the Harleys. That's right. We're talking 115 years of legendary yeah. history. Uh, we talked a little bit about that World War One movement with Harley, you know, one from a great In World, gray. War I, World
2: War One, World War One, the man. government ordered twenty thousand Harley Davidson microphones or microphones, the microphone? microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm such a DJ. Motorcycles, twenty thousand cycles
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. in World War One, even more in World War Two. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and of course, that Bar and Shield will continue to grow into the future. Wally, you were going to say something about the Harley.
3: Well, you know, you know, one of the things that just came up right there, you know, as far as the military ordering all those Harley Davidsons, yeah. you know, you think about it, almost everybody's a right hander. There are a few lefties out there, but sure. Everybody's a right hander. The throttle is on the right side of a Harley Davidson. Right. Okay, so you're riding say you're an army guy, you're riding along, you're in World War One, World and War II. You gotta shoot your gun. Yeah, how's that work? Sure. Yeah, guess what? They made left-handed oh, problems. Oh nice. So you could have your Thompson submachine gun sure. under your right arm, you know, blasting away at the bad guys at the same time you're riding your Harley. And back then, you gotta remember too, the roads across the country. They weren't paved. They no. were dirt. <laughs> yeah. They well, were they,
2: dirt. They were barely going on roads. They were pretty much going up and down the hills, especially over in World War One. Yes. Yes. So, yes.
3: so Harley-Davidson, a long history of being rugged, Sure, a, a long, hi- yeah. long history of supporting the USA and our military. Yep. Yeah. I understood it that uh, one of the original
0: Harley brothers, his wife, was like, you're not going to race. When they started to get into the racing side of things, he said, you know what? His wife said, You can climb up a hill and race, but you're not
3: doing any sort of track racing. And that was a big thing. Well Just well the track racing now now think about it, it wasn't a track like we think now. It was a board track. Yeah. You know, they were built out of out of like two by 4s to be able to put together. Yeah. So when these guys went down they were liable to get a splinter yeah, exactly. that was about 18 Ouch. inches long. <laughs> oh, you know, I that's mean, so, made
2: me cringe right there. Well, well that,
3: that, yeah. they didn't, I don't think they ran brakes either, you know. No. I mean, you know, so so it was
0: so primitive, but they all wanted to go fast. I guess they called those uh, race teams the wrecking crew. Uh, 100, <laughs> that's, I mean, literally, you'd get wrecked uh, besides the, the bike, but you'd get wrecked. Your wife would be all upset, but uh, pretty interesting history. And uh, you guys call in 480 655 8870 looking
2: at the text too by the way remotely if you want to text anything i've got the text window open here at desert wind all right so let's bring in the wiser advisor jb from bolt on technology jb welcome to the show
5: yo
6: guys thanks for having me on board hey jb have you ever ridden a harley i actually have not but i'm a bmw bike rider uh, Ooh, what hey.
3: don't, what are these don't. <laughs> Hey, bike riders are bike riders yeah, we're all are. brothers when it comes to that
0: definitely so uh, and speaking of uh, perhaps some of you that we talked earlier about maybe you've never been on a bike I'm one of them guys we're going to have Mark Weiss uh, there is a riding academy happening right here at Desert Wind and if you're not sure about how to get on one of these Harleys you've always been interested they have that we're going to talk to Mark Weiss next but JB you've got a question for us what are you challenging us Uh, in
6: relationship to the Harleys this week. Well, in relationship to the Harleys, here is my question. Harley-Davidson Company's iconic logo was originally trademarked back in 1911. What else did Harley-Davidson try to apply a trademark to that could be related to their brand? Was it chrome motorcycle parts, leather jackets, or the sound of their V-twin engine? Whoa. Wait a minute now. Those, I think, all
0: three of them. I wouldn't understand why they wouldn't want. I know that leather chrome. I know that. All right. Well, if you guys listening think you can answer this, repeat that uh, question. What's the question one more time?
6: All right. Harley Davidson's company logo was originally trademarked in 1911. What else did Harley Davidson try to trademark that could be related to their brand? Chrome motorcycle parts, leather jackets, the sound of their V twin (laughs) engine.
0: Wow, I mean, they all sound good. If you guys think you got the answer, you can text or give us a call four eight zero six five five eight eight. Hey, there's a bunch of folks right here, right now, raising their hands right here. Desert Wind, uh, I'm sure they know the answer. But uh, give us a call or text us four eight zero six five five eight eight seven zero. Do you think that second trademark was chrome? Was it leather goodness, or uh, was it the sound? Uh, that trademark. So, hey, uh, JB, tell us what's happening on your side of the fence there um, in terms of the weather as we sit in some gorgeous goodness uh, right now to tease you out a little bit. How has the weather been out there?
6: Well, today is pretty darn nice. We're around 60 degrees and sunny, but unfortunately, we're about to get hit with a pretty big storm. You got flood warnings and all that for Thursday and the Friday. Yeah,
2: you got weather that's pretty much like ours right that, now. Well, that's like ours. We're, we're at 60 degrees today, too, but we're going to get up to 80, so we're not going the other
0: way. Yeah, yeah. So it, it seemed like, it, according to the history of Harley, that Sportster back in 1957, when that came around, that was a big deal. Uh, that created an iconic portion under that brand as it is today and we are going to talk to folks here at desert wind uh, harley davidson about that wally what are you
3: driving i have you, oh, wait a minute <laughs> excuse me um well what am i, I, mean, I driving what, you, or what am i riding what are you
0: free spiriting on in the wind uh, harley wise oh harley
3: wise okay yes. Yes. hey you are what you ride right i ride a 93 fat boy
0: ah now come on now fat boy what does that mean <laughs> that i don't know anything about <laughs> it uh, okay that's one of
3: the i yeah yeah well both i mean that, that's kind of what drew me in to start with because like i said you are what you ride right uh, right now, my, my fat boy i've got probably close to 150 thousand miles on that been all over the country uh, many times all over the country uh, just had uh, i mean i still have it for a reason it's as good as it was the day it rolled off the showroom floor Yeah.
7: Yeah. I mean, you
3: take care of it. You do your maintenance. um, Go through a lot of tires, back tires, you know, pretty normal for me. Um, Done all kinds of motor work to it. Done suspension work to it. uh, Done a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You make it your own. And that, what you have right here at a Harley-Davidson dealer, Desert Wind right here. You see accessories. We haven't even, like, touched on the parts and the service yet. If you go back into the parts department, you can probably – you you can probably double your investment just back in the parts department, and then you got to go unless you're going to put it all on yourself. You got to go see the service guys to get it done by a Harley certified mechanic.
0: Yeah, and you don't get to 150k without any kind of service, no oh, doubt no, about lots it. Lots of service. And it'd be interesting. Uh, maybe you guys can let us know what your thoughts on this. Do you think an automobile owner is a bit more maintenance conscious, or is? the bike owner a bit more maintenance conscious uh, i i'm uh, thinking bike owner the, the bike owner JD? Your, life depend, yeah.
6: your life depends on that bike so you if you don't spend <laughs> the time walking around and looking at it um you're in a bad place. I mean, as I mentioned, I ride a BMW motorcycle, and I've been doing it for over 30 years. And uh, it saved my skin a couple of times walking around the bike and seeing something sticking out of the tire and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm going to say bikers are more interested in servicing their vehicles.
0: Yeah, no doubt. That to me, I mean, the safety, We, you know, in a passenger cab vehicle, you, you've well, I don't need those brakes because, you know, I'm, uh, or if they hear it squeaking or grinding, they're in the cab, they feel more secure. But you're on a bike, man. You've got to make sure you got brakes. Yes. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I've got uh, Mark Weiss is coming up, the Riding Academy manager here at Desert Winds. We're going to talk about that uh, here shortly. But I wanted to get into some movies, people. You can't have The Legend of Harley with about, without talking uh, talking about some of the movies. That, I've seen
2: Meatloaf on a Harley in a couple of
0: movies. Yeah, Meatloaf <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage. Of course, that was the Panhead Chopper. Uh, Wild Hogs. Sure. John Travolta. Oh yeah, that was not too long easy ago. Rider. Easy Rider. Easy. I was waiting for you to yeah, say that. Peter Fonda. Yeah. Iconic.
3: Easy Rider.
0: Yeah, and then of course uh, the Sportster, which was uh, in uh, Animal House. Yes. I mean, I mean, so brand positioning in movies. Harley's been through thick and thin. It's oh, sure. always been, been Well, around. there's not
2: there's not a bigger name in bikes.
0: No. Well, no. I think I think it's more than just a bike. We touched upon something, and this is straight up. And you guys know we're a community. We're real and raw. But something's going on in our society. We're just kind of disconnected. Uh, you know, I don't have the answers as to why. Maybe something to do with a little bit of this action, cell right. phones, uh, digital. But you have a Harley. You have a family. Yes. Talk to me about these hog clubs. Okay. They're all throughout the country. I buy a Harley. Tell me what's going down with the hog club.
3: Okay. Harley Owners Group. That's what the hog stands for. Okay. So, uh, of course, over the years... HOG has also been an acronym for the Harley-Davidson. Hey, I'm riding a HOG. Okay, well, that's where the HOG chapter comes in. These people get together at least every month, big meeting in the dealership. The dealerships really take good care of them, too, because they're their customers. So when you come down to a HOG group, you come to the meeting, there's food, there's beverages, not alcohol. There's beverages. We don't. We don't endorse drinking and riding. Uh, it takes all of your senses. It's
0: a family affair. You're talking like I bring my daughter. She's eight. She's going to come by. And she's going to hang out as a family. Yes. If she's riding on the back of no, my no, no problem. My you know, hog. Make sure she's got a helmet on. Of course, yeah. helmet safety. We're going to talk about the accessories. I'm um, speaking of helmets. You got quite the helmet uh, with your ride. Talk to us about. Uh, helmets and the advancements in helmets
3: okay so starting you know way back in the day it used to be like pretty much no helmet to a leather helmet kind of like the old football helmets and now we've progressed all the way to i i've got multiple helmets
0: wait a minute Um, the leather helmet that was basically yeah i'm going to crack my skull but at least i won't have abrasions is that
3: what it was was kind of (laughs) like keeping it all inside one little little bucket
0: yeah, right to through there. Hey, JB, you're
6: you're a big rider. What kind of helmet do you have, brother? I'm using an Aria right now, which is um, a full face one that goes out here. I ride in the winter too, and um, that's a pretty nice helmet. It's got all sorts of ventilation for the warmer weather, and then when the um, colder weather comes in, you shut it down and it holds all the air out. It's very nice. Very
8: nice.
0: Yeah. Hey, I want to switch gears a little bit. We didn't formally do the shout outs. Of course, Facebook, you people rock. We've had quite a few of you uh, jump on. We appreciate you. But we had a question on Facebook, not so much related to a Harley, but uh, Boost Pierre out of Miami, uh, Florida area, is taking his ride and moving to Maine. His question is, what does he do from that warm weather area of florida wow how does he prepare going up to maine and what comes to mind first things first is tires 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 jb you're up there in the north northeast and pa tires is a big deal in the cold climate
6: oh heck yeah because you have to be sure you have the proper adhesion to the ground but here's the other thing that's happening we're starting to move into um spring and we're officially getting into pothole season where the roads are just literally opening up left and right. So he's going to have really good, a good tires. Point. And he really needs to pay attention to road because the gravel that gets thrown up on that winds up on all the turns. And that could be a real hazard right there.
0: yeah Yeah, so all things tires struts shocks suspension maybe get that uh, alignment that you've been lagging on check all your control arm bushings ball joints all your linkages you want to make sure that you are prepared for any of that northeast especially up in maine uh not only dealing with the snow and rain too though rain and and it's just brutal uh certainly the rubber i'd go through the coolant system perhaps you know look you're hanging out in the warmer climates let's face it here in phoenix Now, our summers, we better make sure our coolant is squared away, but, um, perhaps maybe there's been some negligence down in the south. Boy, you go up north into the frigid, uh, temperatures. You better make sure. Heater works. Heater! (laughs) You can't forget the accoutrements. I mean, that's the last thing on my mind. I get a lot of, I get a lot of folks coming into the garage and the heater core is leaking and, uh, No, it's summer. We're going to bypass it. You know, they're just not going (laughs) to. So I hope that helps you boost. We appreciate you guys. You guys know uh, you can get on a Facebook if you're hanging out over there and uh, message us. We're here to help you out.
2: JB, one more time, the Wiser Advisor, give us that question. I forgot to offer a prize. So let's just take a text in winner right now at 480-655-8870. That's 480-655-8870. JB, one more time, what's the question?
6: Okay, Harley-Davidson's company iconic logo was originally trademarked in 1911. What else did Harley-Davidson try to trademark that could be related to their brand? Okay, Pro motorcycle parts, leather jackets, and the sound of their V-twin. All right. 480-655-8870.
2: Text your answer right now. We'll give you your choice, either four Renaissance Festival tickets, or I'll take you to the Pot of Gold Music Festival for all three days, or this weekend's McDowell Mountain Music Festival. You choose whatever you want. It's your prize Get the answer. Text us right now at 480-655-8870.
0: So it's like that classroom. Right now here at Desert Wind, Harley-Davidson, on that question, you know you see that class. Everybody's raising their hands. We're holding back. We want you to give us the answer.
2: All right, first text coming in. Is it sound, JB? Yes. It's sound. All right, we all have right. a Everybody clap for that one. Yeah, all we right. don't have a Let you know this person's name. You have a Ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, ding. But that's amazing to think. I would. Yeah, I mean, way back when, the sound was signature. Potato, 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 potato. <laughs> that's it. You, you know, know it and Interestingly,
3: potato, 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 all potato. Oh, oh. All <laughs> look at you, East Coast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, you know the thing about it is um, there were some changes uh, since we're talking about that signature sound. Um, Some of that had to be dummied down for the war movement, as well as the headlights. The lighting could not be electrical. Uh, They actually worked uh, way back in the day. The Army made them change that to more of a gas carbide situation, where you drop a little water in there, and it lit the carbide, and it lit up. They just wanted to be conservative. So that's a little tidbit of history. Uh, You guys stay tuned. Uh, J.B. What's going on in the world, the bolt-on technology? You've got the review. A lot of folks want to review mechanics on Yelp or anything on Yelp. What do you got on the review for?
6: (laughs) Well, what we're trying to do for the customers is that you find a shop that's really good to you, and you drive in, you drive out, and you're very happy. You want to share that with other people. We now give them the ability to use what we call review manager. But finish your job, and you pay for everything, and you leave that shop will send you a little text. And when you get that text as a customer, you tap on a little link in there and it takes you right into Google or Facebook. And you can rate your shop and share with everybody else the great experience that you're having there. And then um, other people start taking part of it. And that makes the shop successful and they'll be there for a much longer time.
0: Yeah, I like that. And I've always said, man, you don't have to write a book on Yelp. If there is a problem within a business, whether it's basket weaving, automotive, what have you, tell somebody management wise because hey they may have a problem in their kitchen and that's a way for them to grow so uh we love that over at Bolton the ability to review and uh jb any parting words for you thanks for having me on board guys you got you rock brother good good to hang with you
2: all right jb the wiser advisor we'll talk to you next this week on Ranch, Ranch station, station.
1: With your hosts, Frank and Steve.
2: Yes, we're going to be back in just a few minutes, and we have a winner. Her name is Patty.
0: The winner's name is Patty Bluett of Chandler. Rock on, Patty.
1: You guys stay tuned. You
0: guys stay tuned. We got Mark Weiss, Writing Academy Manager, right here Desert Wind, Harley Davidson, next. Woohoo!
1: Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480 655 8870. On the road at Desert Wind,
2: Harley-Davidson, in Mesa on Country Club, just north of Southern, south of Broadway. Awesome place. Come by and see us. We're going to be here till 5 today.
0: Yeah, what's really cool, uh, such a family environment, uh, great selection. Remember, you buy any new Harley-Davidson motorcycle from Desert Wind... You get free tires for life. That's a big deal. Walla, we were talking a little bit about
3: tires is a big replacement issue for... Tires is the number one replacement if you own a Harley Davidson because there's so much fun to ride and there's so much power, so much torque, that rear tire lasts right around 5,000 miles for me. Anywhere from 3,500 to 5,000, depending on how hard I'm riding, if I'm riding highway miles or a stop-and-go in town. But if you buy a new Harley here and every time you wear a tire out, they'll replace it for free... That's three to five hundred dollars savings right there. Wow. yeah, that's a good deal there.
0: Speaking of uh, some of the benefits uh, that we have here at Desert Wind, uh, we talked about well, my situation. I didn't, I didn't really grow up mechanically, guys. If if you're listening, I you know I grew up in New York City where we had subways and, you know, we took taxis and thing. Sure. I know Wally's laughing. I didn't really <laughs> start driving. I mean, I started wrenching back in eighty nine ninety. But I never really had an opportunity or a chance to get on a motorcycle. I mean, I've done some action with ATVs. But sure. So one of the things that's really, really cool, if you guys are listening and you thought about getting on a bike and maybe buying a nice Harley, but you've never driven like me, and I'm being honest and transparent, I'm you know, I'm not ashamed of it, uh, they have a riding academy and uh, we've got Mark Weiss, Mark, welcome to the show, if I had a little clap button, I'd... Yeah. audience will be clapping for you. There you are. Good to be here. Mark Weiss, <laughs> you are the Riding Academy Manager. Right. Tell us a little bit about this Riding Academy
5: here at Desert Wind. Riding Academy is our motorcycle rider education program. And uh, we have our bread and butter is our beginner's course, the new rider class. And that class is designed for someone who's never, just like you, who's never yeah. been on a motorcycle ever before. Maybe they come in, they're looking at the bikes, they're really interested, want to get started, and just don't know where to go. It's kind of an intimidating situation to be in. We take that barrier away. Yeah. We've so got a clash right here.
0: You you actually will engage someone, well, like you did I. you know, Before right. we hit went live here on the show, I got on there. And you know, I mean, I know how to drive a clutch on a vehicle, of course, but I've never been on a bike. And you kind of walked that... Whole process, and I think within 15 minutes, I mean, I was feeling a little more comfortable. Are you seeing the same with the folks that come through here, that their first time doing this little test drive, if you win, uh, if you will, on this uh, this, uh, this uh,
5: riding academy bike that you've got? Yeah, the there? jump, the jump start. That's exactly why we've got it. And a lot of people come in; they've they've never driven with a manual transmission. They know what it is, but they've never operated one. So again, there's another barrier. And we've got that. Someone doesn't even have to sign up for that. They can just come in, they're greeted at the door, we talk about bikes a little bit, and they say, "You know, I really don't know if I want to what I want to do, how to get started." And we can take them, the sales staff can take them. We can go right outside and say, "Here, here's one of our class bikes. We'll get on it and go through some of the basics." And like you said, 10 or 15 minutes, we've got shifting gears, some basic understanding of how things work, and then they know if they're ready to go on. They caught the bug and they're ready to go into the new rider course
0: yeah after my little 15 minutes i'm ready to join a hog club right now wally but i gotta walk out buying a bike right now (laughs) so let me ask you this mark um you you have this this initial jump start um gets folks literally jump started with their riding experience you also take it to some higher levels Um, You have other courses that you offer here at Desert Wind. Talk about those courses, maybe some advanced riding courses, things like that.
5: Well, the next level is is the, the first basic class, and that's to go to the new rider's course. And someone will spend about 20 hours with us in that class, and we provide the bike. So there are really no barriers to taking the class. Then uh, from there we go on. We have a skilled riders course. You know, the new riders course is for someone without skills. We have a skilled rider class that's a one day curriculum. And someone comes in, they get to ride their own bike. So it could be someone who's been riding for years or someone who's just recently out of the new riders course, and they come back with their own bike. They're like, "Okay, I rode, I rode the 500 in class. I liked it, but it turns out I didn't start on a 500. I went and bought a soft tail. I'm not exactly sure." i don't have the confidence on this bike they come back and do the skilled riders class and in a day we've built that skill level and confidence level
0: all right mark the people want to know what's your favorite harley
5: davidson road king why is that everybody's different it's hard to say i just really like that bike it's i think i like it i it's i'm tall and the road king's roomy and it doesn't have a lot of accessories on it. I'm not into the big fairings and saddlebags and all all, all the, the electronics and things. I like a, a straightforward motorcycle and the road king's there. Amen. And, that,
0: and that's what makes Harley-Davidson really unique is that there is a motorcycle for everyone. Um, you know, and I think that's that's what makes, you know, we all talk about the freedom and the wind and getting out there. And like you said earlier, Wally, I mean, you had a stressful day. Bam, you're getting on your ride for a good hour. Um, that's what makes it really cool. I mean, here we are, uh, Desert Wind, we're looking at the showroom, multiple colors, different platforms out here. Um, tell me about your history, Wally, with... Your HD. Were you
3: always into the ride that you had? What did you start on? Did you? Oh, I, I started on a Honda 50 uh, when I was eight years old. So I've been riding since I was eight years old. Uh, did you ever have those dreams? And, I, and I'm sure you have. But fly. all you listeners out there, have you ever had a dream that you're flying? You know? Oh, I have them. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's when, what that's when what my, riding is
0: like. When my taxes are due, yeah, I feel like I got to <laughs> fly on out of there. But... <laughs> Well, no, you're right. It is. I mean, it's a, it's and, and I got to be honest with you guys, Mark. We talked a little bit about this. I'm missing out. I mean, I I feel like I'm missing out. It's not that I never wanted to. I just with life the way it is for me, particularly in a lot of your clients that come in here first time. Boy, once they're on there, that's It's a,
3: it's a freedom machine. Yeah, it, it truly is a freedom machine. And you know, I I ride a fat boy, so I'm not a beggar person. Same thing. Um. Nothing like the wind in my face. Now, I, I wear a full-face right, helmet, right. but nothing nothing like running 100 miles an hour on your Harley, you know, face into the
5: wind and just doing it. Yeah, I like the Road King with the windshield off. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Road this, King's
0: nice. Yep. This explains Mark's hair. <laughs> well,
5: that's helmet hair. That's it, helmet <laughs> hair.
0: Uh, so let me ask you, we talked about this, of course. You know, it, it, look, we we got most people coming in to buy a motorcycle. Um, you know, they've got their experience level and and so on, but you ever get somebody in here that just says, Hey, I don't need to worry about how I ride this thing I can ride. And they really don't. Let's take someone like myself. And if I came in here feeling like a big shot and I said, I want that one, whatever, 18,000. It's beautiful. I like it. My wife's in the car. I tell, I want to meet her home. I don't get on, uh, to this, uh, jumpstart program. Have you had people like big shots
5: make some mistakes on oh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah it's, it's kind of a rude awakening oh yeah but by having the program here we really can take a lot of the need for that away it's not like they're going to come into a shop that has no way to help someone get started and you got a choice of either walk out without a bike or you try to ride it out on your own here we, we've got a lot of steps even someone who hasn't ridden for a while
2: so i mean what's the good starter bike then I mean, is, is there one, or do you just pick anything you want? If someone were to ask you today, come in and buy one.
5: It's got to be something that you're confident on. Yeah, yeah. and you know, we've got Harley Davidson. A few years ago, came out with the street models. We've okay. got a 500 and a 750. They're they're full size road bikes, but they're the lightest weight bikes Harley has. Um, they're made to be easy to handle and easy to operate, and, and that's a great starting point. I
2: mean, you know, if I were to get one, like I said, I've never ridden one either. You know, I rode some uh, dirt bikes when I was a kid, but if I look behind, that might be too much for me when I start out. Right. Yeah,
5: And that's why when you look around, we've got Everything. all these models oh, yeah. stretching yeah, right. from one end of the building to the other.
2: I love the classic here. Wow. Yeah,
5: yeah so talking about the models, we are
0: actually going to get uh, some more uh, staff on the mics here um and get them all dialed in to talk about the various models uh god you gotta know hey if you're a seasoned harley rider that's cool too we uh we'd love to hear from you maybe tell us some stories you mentioned the freedom the wind in your hair being able to get away and just sort of fly we'd love to hear your story 480 655 or if you want to text us um you know a one word explanation we talked about freedom uh, we talked about flying. Maybe you want to text us that one word that describes the feeling. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> Two words is good too. There you are. That's one word. Yeah. See, there you are. Uh, Mark Weiss, the Writing Academy manager. We talked about uh, that that kind of jumpstart program with that. And uh, what do you see in the future um, for Harley Davidson? I read somewhere that 2019 uh, they're looking at electric. Are we seeing a shift in demo? I think it would probably be safe to say yes, you got younger. Like my daughter, would she buy a Harley?
5: Don't know. You know the electric bike that's that's an interesting concept. And it's it's out in the it's out in the future still. Definitely. And it's
3: something the the traditional Harley rider like myself, you're not going to get me on the electric bike. But you said the demographic is demographic is changing and that's correct. Because if you look at kids nowadays, you're you're driving hybrid cars, you're driving electric cars, they've never felt, you know, that big V twin between their legs. They don't know. So if you don't know, you might be able to be enticed by that Harley Davidson brand and still get on an electric bike. I don't know, man. I don't how how do you get on a bike that's not making noise?
0: I mean, you're up in the countryside and this thing is just did, didn't I you, mean, didn't we need ever, I want to hear
3: some mufflers in this. Yeah, thing. yeah. But Come did, didn't you ever put like <laughs> playing cards on the spokes of your bicycle? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about the
0: technology, <laughs> I man. I could see autonomous vehicles. You know, uh, you know that sort of thing is blazing away. But man, don't touch a motorcycle. I don't believe you need to mess with that. I mean, I agree. I think that affects the wind and freedom, and
3: you got to hear it. Well, it's part of the sensation, the vibration of the motor, um, you know, the sound, the, sa- the sound. I've, I've ridden the electric bikes with the fact that they don't make sound. To me, makes them dangerous because the loud pipes save lives. Yeah, no doubt. That's a good point. Safety, stay tuned. we got some more uh,
0: in-staff guests here. Uh, Desert Winds, Harley Davidson, Mark Weiss, thank you. Riding Academy Manager, if you're in the area, come on by and Mark Weiss will show you. Uh, get you going on the Jumpstart program. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for talking with us.
2: Ranch Nation continues after four right here. Don't go anywhere. Live from Desert Wind, Harley-Davidson in
1: Mason Country Club. Come see us. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. All right, we are live at Desert Wind Harley-Davidson
2: on Country Club right in Mesa. It's awesome to be here, such a cool place, hanging out today. And Frank, it's just a a great time being around these uh, these Harleys.
0: It is. There's a lot of great harleys here we're going to talk talk to about eye candy eye wow. candy big time we're going, to, we're going to talk to chad Parrish here in a little bit next segment we're still going to dive deeper into the model lineup and uh maybe see what suits you in that uh yeah I, I want car. to know
2: how technology has been integrated recently with all the new technology that's something that i want to know what's happening on a bike with the technology now you know
3: one of the things they got going on it's probably yeah. some of the best sounding stereos you've heard anywhere let alone on a motorcycle really hey i've wow. se- I've seen it at the traffic stop. you know you got to
0: respect somebody on their bike. they're in the mode they're grooving and uh not only they got the feel but they got the tunes cooking out. uh we talked about the legendary history going back to uh World War one and we have some history uh this is something new guys we wanted to introduce to the show, and that is our Tales from the Strip segment. All that means is, hey, perhaps you're listening, and you have a tale from the strip. Now, while we didn't say strip pole, we, we're talking about... Where is one? Oh, right here. I, can, you. I can strip on your... Uh, your no, please pole. don't. No, no, okay, no, don't. no. no. Don't. Spirit.
3: Spirit. no.
0: <laughs> what we're talking about is... Your account of history as it relates to you listening. You may have a story uh, with a hot rod, a muscle car, or even, hey, if you got that Harley story, we'd like to premiere it here on the show and uh, would love to have you call in. But now we we are starting off Tales from the Strip. Greg Buckley, do we got Sounds
2: these? like Mr. Buckley's on the phone. Our blue head of Delaware. Buckley, are you there? I'm here,
9: guys. How are you?
2: Good, Bree. Turn that phone up a little bit over
0: there all right we've got greg buckley you guys know the name buckley's auto care out of wilmington delaware greg is a show contributor we we talked a little over the last few weeks and greg you kept mentioning dad and then you mentioned some more stories do we have dad on the line
9: we we got dad right here we got we got the one and only mr gene buckley the originator
0: Yeah. yeah originator yeah we're giving some claps up uh, Gene, thank you so much. You know, when I went to visit your garage and hang out with Greg, I, I so I missed you out there, man. And so welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Uh, you've been in the automotive industry, Gene, how many years now?
8: Uh, it's been a uh, little, little over 40, 45 years.
0: Now tell us a little back history. A lot of garages kind of started the same way back in the day. You started in the automotive industry as a as a gas station yeah yes i did
8: 1966
0: Nineteen sixty six. Wow. And
9: so what was the on your On my birthday, by
0: the way. July fourteenth. Oh, uh, this is a little birthday. So you got gas in your blood, Gene. Field this day. is what we're talking about.
8: <laughs> so it's kind of a, a
0: natural thing, <laughs> Gene. It's a natural thing for a lot of us uh in the automotive industry as wrenches, maybe shop owners and even service riders. We we kind of have an affinity to all things racing. Um talk to me you you mentioned something about big daddy don garlitz tell us a little fun with uh with mr don garlitz <laughs> way back in
8: the day well this was a the the, the uh, uh, episode or i should sure the episode uh, it was uh, something that happened in, at this at my service station business uh, uh during the summer or i can't think of what year it was like 59
9: but, 59 i think 69 i think it's 59 yeah uh, could have been all right, uh, so
0: paint the picture. You are at the service station in 1969.
8: Right. All right. Yeah, and uh, one day I looked outside, and uh, all of a sudden in front of the gas pumps was uh, this dragster on a, on a trailer, and uh, it had the name Don Gartless on it and Swamp Rat. I uh, said, what the heck is this going out here? And of course. Uh,
0: so wait, mister, uh,
8: you're talking about the grandfather of uh drag
0: racing
1: yeah yeah
0: he's pulled yeah. up to your station and you're you're just kind of doing your thing and here's a dragster what were you thinking at that moment well, in I, time?
1: Didn't,
8: I, I knew he didn't want any gas <laughs> we weren't selling any alcohol or anything like that but um <laughs> i i later found out that uh his, one of his crew members came over and asked if they could park it on the on the shop lot. And I said, "Yeah, of course." It'll draw attention if anything else, and it did. But uh, I found out that he was visiting a doctor who had offices across the street from my uh, location, and I, I did never I never did see Don go in or out, but uh, his crew. Uh, his crew came so over they, and said thank you. They, they assured me he yeah, was there Yeah, yeah. And, and then... I found out it. that he had stopped in Delaware. He was on his uh, East Coast tour, and he stopped in Delaware because he wanted to get some engine work done at a uh, locally well-known uh, machine shop. Right. And... Uh, gotcha. When I, I, at, at, worked, it happened to be a machine shop that did some of my work, so... Yeah, uh, I was very familiar with it, Mike.
0: Well, called the- everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew yeah, everybody, oh, yeah, it seemed yeah. like, uh, just like today. I mean, no matter how big an industry is, uh, you know, we have our network of people. Now, I've got to ask you a question. we got a lot of garage owners. we got mechanics listening from all over the country. Gene, if you had to go back in time as a gas station operator back in the uh, 60s and 70s and 80s, what was, I mean, I know there were a lot of challenges, but what <laughs> challenge did you have that just every day that you just, that was it. it. It it almost got to the point where it was just part of business and you just had to absorb it. What challenge, big challenge did you have with the gas station
8: back in the
9: day? Uh, that, that challenge probably was me. <laughs> <laughs>
8: That's my biggest challenge was my sons, both of them. Greg's not my only child, you know. But,
9: uh,
8: I have another son who was uh, as well working for me and uh yes they were both the biggest challenges (laughs) we didn't try all right so i'm uh, so you guys know buckley's
0: buckley's auto care if you go to that facebook there's a picture i i I see this gene buckley originator is that you dad crouching down and is that baby buckley in the diapers on the tire
9: (laughs) who is that that? yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: I that's, I that's, I that's me. oh goodness! I can yeah. see he's—I can see him. He's only—he's like 13 months old. He can't even hold a yeah. ratchet together. Look there, is, that's know, where it I'm, started.
1: now. <laughs> but
9: I'm telling him how to how, how I'm going to wash this tire and make that white wall clean on that old Fairlane. You know.
0: So. That's a great picture. I invite you guys listening. <laughs> okay. uh, you know Greg Buckley's on the show every week, but get on over to Buckley's Auto Care. Check out his Facebook. He's got some pretty cool pics there. Uh, Gene Buckley, the originator. Um, what did you get into horsepower wise back in the day?
8: Oh, I'd say you're talking about my race cars. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're talking about. Or race. race you, we, you know, just yeah. Uh, A dynamometer, I had uh, a Boss 302, a 69 and a half. And I did have that on a dyno. And we did get somewhere off the scale on the denominator or dyno we were working with. It was over 650. Uh,
9: So we had, we had, like, the cars you started off with, you had the 57 Fairlane. What was the first, the first car you took to this trip?
8: Oh, that would be the 61. uh, uh, Galaxy three, the
9: Galaxy. I, I thought we had the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that
8: was a trip. That yeah, a trip. yeah. That that car I had. Uh, well, I bought.
9: We had all kinds uh, of stuff. We had that the, 60, we had the sixty-seven, passed back three ninety. sixty-seven
8: to three ninety, no, and we
9: right. were G stock champions with the Boss three hundred and two. With with uh, we ate up all the Zs. There wasn't a Z around that could that could touch bad to death.
0: <laughs> wow. So let me ask yeah. you. Uh, Gene, Jean, Jean, was Mama Buckley supportive, or was she saying, hey, you better not, you better be careful? Was she promoting some of that?
4: Yeah,
8: mom's
0: right along with us. <laughs> ah, she was, there you go. That's a family yeah. affair. I love that. It, it, oh yeah. well, I'll uh, tell you, the I love that. I,
4: like
9: I got to tell you, the story I like the most is, the, and, and Mom's a uh, guy's mom is right behind us, so she's listening in. So anyway, the story I get to hear a lot, and I think I get this right, is that mom and dad, we're, we're just getting back here in Delaware. We're living in an apartment. It's it's me and, and I think Michelle, my sister. And dad had to come home with bread and milk, but he comes home with a camshaft. So, again, yeah, mom's going, Gene? <laughs> Why do hey you, you got, got your priorities you know, straight <laughs> exactly it was priorities and it was always to get that one extra second or two so you know um it was a big thrill it was a big thrill that really was
0: yeah uh, well, hey gene i've got a question for you going back sure. we got a lot of younger mechanics listening and they're up and coming why did you start in the automotive industry back in the day as a as a service station operator why did you start that gene
8: well, I always put the be in business for myself. Uh, that was number one, uh, being independent. I suppose uh, being a service station operator was uh, something that uh, something I always wanted to do uh, because it was related to automobiles. And that was one of my fantasies in life as a young man that uh, I, I was a good mechanic i'm not saying i was great but i was good <laughs> and
0: uh and you like to that. help people genuinely you like to help exactly. people i mean i can imagine exactly. day in and day that out you like... fix something it doesn't change right gene i mean even with all these new new uh gosh with control Layer network greg buckley and i we talk about that in the garage at the end of the day you're helping people and and, and i think that's exactly. the, that's, that's the thrill that you solve the problem
8: yeah big thing, thing. That's, that's the big thing helping helping people I have another question
0: for you before we wrap it up. I have a question. I want to know, Mr. Gene Buckley, how would you handle a bad Yelp review? Today, if you had to service station going back, if we had, does Dad know what Yelp? You Dad, you give
2: him you know the bird emoji. He knows
9: what Yelp is? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've never
8: heard of them That's
9: how you spell Yelp. Flip him the bird emoji. Think, does it begin with an H? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Help, yep. yeah. You know, well, Mister, I think, Mr. I, I think you, the, uh, the way that we always would handle it would be a more of, of a one-to-one. Just customer come up and we talk it out yeah, I mean, it was you didn't need reviews back then you had handshakes and phone calls and you know you had the pump and all that stuff
0: yeah that's so. what it was about well i tell you what we are privileged mr gene buckley thank you we're going to have you on again on our Tales from the strip and of yeah, course mr right. greg buckley buckley's auto care if you're out in wilmington delaware check out the buckley clan thank you guys so much for hanging out hey, and spending some time right here on Thanks, ranch nation guys. appreciate it
5: thank guys
0: You guys stay tuned. We got Chad Parrish who's going to dive into some of the great models here. Desert Wind Harley-Davidson. We're going to dive in deeper on the Harley-Davidson lineup.
1: Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve
2: desert wind harley davidson and mesa on country club we are here till five
0: o'clock yes welcome back guys if you got any questions uh, car care or specifically any harley questions 480-655-8870 or maybe you want to share a story and don't forget kick start saturday this march 3rd this saturday from 9 to 3 p.m we got a home. free pancake breakfast free tire pressure top off, free safety inspection. This is the event this Saturday from 9 to 3 right here at Desert Wind Harley Davidson. I'm taking free pancake
3: breakfasts to bring thinking, me in. I'm going <laughs> to give you some
0: pancake breakfast this Saturday. People come on out 9 to 3 p.m. right here at Desert Wind, uh, Harley Davidson. And of course, we kind of touched upon a couple of little tidbits of the models, but I'm saying we break it down right now. We've got a special guest Chad Parrish. He's going to join in and tell us about. Whoa, Daddy! Whoa, that's what I'm talking about. I'll be honest, Chad. Before we had Doug Kalita on you from Kalita Motorsports, we had a little burnout going. I said, we can't have Chad on without some great, great sound coming. Welcome to the show, Chad.
7: Thanks, and it's great to be here. I appreciate it, Frank.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, we talked about some models. Uh, what model did we just fire
7: up? This here is a Harley Davidson 2016 Harley Davidson Softail Slim. It's a beautiful bike. This thing is all set up. It's really nice. They went back with you guys talking about the World War, you know, one and two motorcycles. And right. That, that's what this was inspired very by. Very
0: traditional. Very traditional. Um, I don't see a whole lot of chrome like some of the other lineups. I like this bike. It's traditional. Uh, tell us if I wanted something uh, a little more chrome fancy, uh, maybe a little more flashy can i I mean each one of these harleys is, is says something what model lineup would you have for somebody really getting deep uh as it comes stock i know you can outfit them Well, with some more bells and whistles. Uh,
7: One of them that actually pops out immediately, we can sit here right here, and we can see this Heritage. Oh, that Heritage. Love that So you can see that one with the 107. Those two classic colors are from throwback Harley as well. Yeah. That's very retro. Uh, But as far as keeping everything all nice and chrome and shiny, uh, a lot of the motorcycles that we have here do have that option. And as you mentioned earlier, you can definitely add in your own uh, flair, so to speak. Uh, to be able to get exactly what you want out of it, whether if it's the complete blacked out look as people like to have it now these days, as opposed to more of the chrome, um, but it all goes back to personal preference. Yeah,
2: behind me, there's one with the blacked out look. The, the Pro Street breakout here. That's it. Yeah. Yes, nice bike.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, traditionally, what's been a big like like iconic seller? Um, you mentioned Fat Boy that you're on. Yep. Um, what model do you just consistently? Uh, see over the years just people want they come back for they Uh, trade into the same
7: one that's a great question Frank I'm glad you asked it Uh, most of the time uh, we seem to be in a touring mindset these days yeah Uh, so we sell a lot of street glides and we sell a lot of road glides Uh, The difference between the two mainly are just that front fairing. One of them has what they call that bat wing fairing, and the other one is called the shark nose, which is rigid mount to the frame.
0: Yeah. I want you guys to know we're here at Desert Wind talking with uh – Chad, Desert Wind, Harley-Davidson, hanging out, uh, discussing some of the models. And I will say we're going to have Paige in here soon. We're going to talk accessories. We're going to kind of split the time. I just alarmed a Paige, you're going to be on up here soon. Accessories is a big deal. Um, what model this year so far do you think is uh, – I mean, what's what's selling this year? Any difference uh, from year over year?
7: Uh? It really hasn't. We're still we're still pushing. You know, a lot of the bikes out are going to be the road glides and street glides. What I'm really excited about for these days, it's coming up right now. That was just uh, anou- Harley just announced it recently. Are the two new Sportster models that they have coming out with right now? Uh, prior to that, they were an 883. They've turned them into uh, the 1200 Iron
6: yeah.
8: and the oh, 48
7: wow. Special. Ooh, uh, Both of these, you know, we hardly, you know, really going back as far as you can, as we mentioned before, the colors on that specific motorcycle right there. Uh, they're doing a lot of throwback 70s, even to the graphics on the paint and the tank and everything like that, too. Wow. They have wow. little mini apes. So he was at that, uh, what they called the uh, fists in the wind. Sort of feel that you hey, have I'm going on I'm saying
0: anything it. in the wind on the Harley is game. 77 <laughs> Super Glide,
3: my first bike. Was it? That's yes, very nice. Yeah, I had a AM, good, mine AM, was an AM, 87
7: Softel, man. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I felt yeah. like I worked on it more than I than I rode it. but... but uh. <laughs> But things have changed a lot since then. You know, you yeah. we were about, talking about earlier as far as like, technology and everything like that goes too. Uh, I think a lot of the times the reason why our touring motorcycles are so uh, popular these days is simply because Harley-Davidson recently came out with, I believe in 2014, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, an infotainment system. So this infotainment system is basically almost kind of like when you buy a brand spanking new car and you yeah. have that you know, touch screen in your car. Harley Davidson has said. I was asking there.
2: about the technology that's being integrated. So that's yeah. Another-
7: I
0: mean, we see that with uh, uh, with vehicles. I mean, they're essentially wrapping vehicles around the smartphone. Safe to say, on some of these uh, cruise models, they're doing the
7: same. It integrates absolutely. They're they are completely hands free. Yeah. Uh, if you were mentioning earlier, you had uh, you know the full shell helmet. Right. Uh, you can link Bluetooth up with it at the same time. Yeah. So you can actually speak with somebody, listen to your radio the whole bit.
0: Yeah, what else do you got? What other model lineups can we uh, talk about?
7: Well, we do have the Street Glide. I mean, obviously, that's uh, you know those are our favorites. You know, yeah. We have the new Sportster models. You just saw one a few minutes ago. It was a Bonneval Salt in color. Uh, and obviously, we also have uh, one left, actually, uh, Harley-Davidson 115th anniversary uh, Tri-Glide. So wow, these are these are three wheeler, the, three wheeler,
0: three wheeler. So if you're in the mood for a three wheeler, you got to you want to <laughs> get a bunch of people on your little ride. You come on down. Uh, we're here at Desert Wind, Harley Davidson. Chad, um, what is your favorite bike?
7: My favorite bike? I would have to go to Street Glide, man. I've owned three of them out of the nine Harley Davidsons I've owned. I've owned three Street Glides. I keep going back to that same model. All right. I want to
0: know. Uh, we got a lot of folks listening. Uh You go out on a journey. Each one of us have our little journeys to talk about. Tell me about an experience on your ride, uh, whether that was to Sturgis or in a local event. I want to know what got your heartbeat cooking.
7: You know, I I got into motorcycling probably about 20 years ago. Uh, I did a lot of riding around the valley. sort of had to experience some of the uh, scenery around. Arizona going out to tortilla flats and such, but I'll tell you this my favorite experience was uh, gone up to Colorado, met a friend of mine up there about a week before Sturgis. We missed the whole big, you know, crowds and everything like that. Uh, we did not use our GPS and our motorcycles, we went old school, used Rand McNally maps. Uh, (laughs) We took all back streets and we went up through Wyoming, South Dakota, North Dakota, so we got to see uh, Devil's Tower, um, Crazy Horse. And Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, right, love- I, I, I tell you what, man... It- you you if you're not feeling patriotic, yep. you, you're, you will bleed red, I'm white, and blue. from that neck of the woods. I love it up it there. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was truly amazing.
0: Chad, we're going to split the time. Thank you. If you come down to Desert Wind, Harley-Davidson, you need to connect with Chad. He's going to set you straight. Maybe you're not sure what you need. Thank you, Chad. We're going to bring in Paige because we got to talk accessories. Paige, because she's been excited to get on, on the mic. We're going to just switch it yeah, real bring quick. Paige, come on down, in. Paige. Of course, live radio. We're Don't here at the hair. hair. Don't Put that microphone right your mouth. So, uh, we've got Paige, and you know, we just couldn't leave you guys without any information about accessories. Paige, welcome to the show. Hand bump, fist bump, bam, bam. <laughs> you run the accessories here, and I'm, I'm sure you've got a lot of good stuff to talk about with accessories. Um, tell me about helmets. Uh, and let's use me as an example. You guys knew I've never been on a bike. What would you put me into
6: for a helmet? It depends what you would be more comfortable in. Would you like a half helmet? Would you like a full face? Do you want more of that protection on your face? Do you want half a helmet because you want to feel the wind on your face?
0: And I like what you said because you're not enforcing something on me, which is really cool. Uh, TC's in the house. That's kudos to Paige because, (laughs) I mean, you have somebody coming in. You don't want to enforce something on them. So you're asking those good questions about, well, tell me more about your needs, you know, how you're driving. Wally wants a big old daddy face mask (laughs) thing. That's right. That's And I I may just want to feel the wind and so on. So uh, tell me about your leather accessories.
6: Well, we have leather jackets. We also have leather chaps, which are both great for, you know, cold weather riding. But it's Arizona. It gets pretty hot. So we lean more towards, like, the mesh jackets here and, like, the cooling vests and stuff and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um, What is a popular item right now in your accessories department? What would you say, if I can even ask that? To be
6: honest, I think everything's pretty popular. Yeah, like, see, Paige is
0: smart over here. She said everything is popular, no doubt about it. Uh, Wally, what accessories are you kicking on your ride right now?
3: You know, chrome don't get you home. (laughs) That's what I always say. I'm totally blacked out. You know, oh, yeah, I have no accessories. I am bare bones. I'm full race. I'm you know in the wind. That you mentioned I do wear a full face helmet because I have no windshield. And up over hundred miles an hour, you don't want to be eating bugs at hundred miles right. an hour. No, yeah. no, that's the,
0: no doubt about that. Um, that's what's really cool about a Harley Davidson. And you know, with a car, you buy it, you can buy various trim packages. But man, with a Harley, you can pretty much trim it out to suit your style.
3: Yes, yes. Everybody makes their bike their own. Yeah. As with the accessories, everybody has their look. Do you wear fingerless gloves? Do you Definitely. wear no gloves? Do you wear full gloves? Do you wear chaps?
2: Chaps, yeah. yeah. There's lots of different you
3: know, things. A lot of people don't think about you know. It is hot here in the summer. You're talking mesh and cooling vests. Mm-hmm. But when we're up over 120 degrees here... Leathers also work. They do. You know, because your 98.6 body temperature, you know, is at least 20 degrees cooler than the air hitting you. So you can insulate yourself from the heat with those leathers too. They work both ways. Well, what
0: I really like uh, Desert Winds, if you buy this 2017 model, Uh, harley davidson you actually get the free slip-on mufflers which is really cool and a pair of his or hers riding boots the the boots come on the boots got to be popular i know it's 110 out here but people are wearing boots
6: boots are definitely popular
0: yeah so um out of everything that you do here for accessories um what is your favorite part of what you do during the day, with people that come through here at Desert Winds.
6: Honestly, it's just meeting the people that I get to work with. Like, I have met some of the most incredible people working through Harley, and it's been honestly the best experience. And
0: yeah, and you get a better. variety. I mean, we—I mean, I think some people have this misnomer that oh, look out, there's a Harley rider. But no, man, you can have nurses, librarians, doctors. That's what's really cool. Uh, you know, mainly we talked about like the hog clubs. Or I mean, you talk about a network of people. Yes. Uh, Yeah, that is awesome. Paige, we thank you. If you come down to Desert Wind and you need some accessories, you're going to run into Paige. Let's give a round of applause for Paige. Thank (laughs) you, Paige. She was like, Frank, I'm not coming on it, but we got you on here. Was it bad? No. No, it was good times. So it was good times. You guys stay tuned. We're going to go right into the service department, and uh, we're going to talk to uh, Matt Blew it! Blew it! it. He's a mechanic. Uh, You know they got a wonderful service department. If you got one of these Harleys, you got to get them fixed. You got to maintain them. So stay tuned. We're going to talk to Matt about what's the unique uh, mechanics of a Harley. Stay tuned. Next.
1: Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music—all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts Frank and Steve.
2: And we are live right now at Desert Wind Harley-Davidson on Country Club in Mesa,
0: French Nation Live. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Uh, Wally Cahill and uh, Frank and, Steve, and I. Steve here. We're hanging out here at the Harley-Davidson, diving into a little bit of history, some culture, uh, what makes uh, the Harley so unique. Uh, Wally, and before we dive into our next guest, um, I'm saying we probably dive into a little new car review real quick. Absolutely. Uh, You know, we're doing a live remote, so uh, every week we like to treat you to a new car review, and we just don't want to miss that. Wally, what
3: do we got cooking for this week? This week we have the 2018 Honda Sport Fit, the five door powered buy a 1.5 liter VTEC four-cylinder motor. Oh, boy. Just about putting out 130 horsepower. about the same as some of these Harley-Davidson's here. Direct Uh, injection. Direct injection. That's soup du jour. Yep. Direct injection engine. Eight-speed, or excuse me, six-speed manual transmission. Wait a minute. You said eight-speed. Yeah, 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 I know. Hey, this this ain't ain't the Hellcat. That's it. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. That's it. it. This one, six-speed manual transmission. So you got to know how to drive a stick. All right. You know, which is really good but the cool thing about it they're claiming 36 miles to the gallon on the highway i actually got 42 but you know know how to drive a clutch that that's it i was short shifting (laughs) all the way through i mean so i cheated a little bit but what a commuter car if you're if you're a new driver if you're a commuter if you're not a big person now you talk about i'm riding a fat boy So you know I'm not going to fit in the fit that well. Uh, It is a little bit of a small car.
0: Young family, Uh, talk to me about the infotainment. How's this connecting us? Uh, All the good features?
3: Yes, all the good features. You know, your Apple CarPlay. uh, That seems to be
0: standard. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: pretty standard on there now. Um that's really about it. I mean it is pretty much an entry level car and the price does reflect it too. All right, what do we got for price? Hey, price. $17,500 MSRP as tested my my super duper sport model I had here, the 5 door was $18,390. And again, if you shop around like I did, where are you going to find your best deal? Where's the drum roll? We don't have a drum roll. That's or it. Live remote. There you go. Where did we uh, get it? Superstition Springs Honda. Nice. Uh, out on the 60 freeway, heading out of town, heading east, uh, out there in Mesa, uh, approaching Apache Junction, way out there. Very good. Very good. So there
0: you have it. That's a new car review. Can we tease the folks? Do we know what's in this week's uh, car? Uh, yes, actually, we do. It's another Honda, okay. and it's a Clarion. All right, so you guys stay tuned. You know, we'd like to give you that, the Honda Clarion, next week. Yes, yes. And then also remember now, we take these new car reviews right down to Facebook. We get inside the garage. Yes. And, you know, Wally will cover bumper to bumper, and then I'm going to get into the gear and wrench side of what's happening between brakes and and just the practicalities of each vehicle, and maybe not so much the practicalities of each vehicle uh, in the garage. So check that out on Facebook, people, Wrench Nation. Uh, We need to get under the hood of a Harley.
3: Well, there isn't a hood, but but, know. but we get underneath you the know tank I mean. for sure. Yeah, yes. de- definitely dive into the mechanical side of it with Matt Blewett here, one of the top technicians over here, and the Dino Tech here oh, at Desert awesome. Wind, where all the horsepower is made. Yeah, welcome to the show,
0: Matt. Glad you could stop by. Your service department, top-notch. You've got some pretty good, you got some good technology to be able to. Uh, you said Dino. Tell us about the
4: dyno. Uh, the dyno is a machine that we've got that we can hook motorcycles up to, and um, run them on there so we can see how much torque and horsepower they gain, or or they have. Um, it also has the ability to get air fuel samples from the exhaust, so we know how well this thing's running. Um, That's a big deal. Of, what are yeah. you talking
0: about? Uh, stoic metric, the 14.7 to 1, mm-hmm. especially in performance parameters. Uh, what, are folks, uh, what do you recommend? Let's get back to basics. Uh, perhaps we have somebody that has a Harley maybe doing a project. What's the first thing that they can do reasonably? I know money,
4: money can get you anything, right. but... What can one do to their Harley? Yeah, first thing seems people like to do is uh, get sound out of their Harley. They like to put slip-on mufflers on there and maybe a high-flow air cleaner and then uh, get a little box that will calibrate that and, and tune it for that configuration. Um, that usually bumps up the horsepower and torque, you know, just a little bit there. Sure. Um, that's probably the most cost effective and uh, the best way to start out right there.
0: And I got to remind folks you do get a free slip on uh, mufflers when you buy
3: 17 Harley here at Desert Wind. They've got a few 17s left. That's one of the great uh, promos they got going on. Come in, buy a brand new 17, 2017 Harley Davidson, your choice of slip on mufflers or his or her riding boots i'm going for the mufflers i want the horsepower All i right. ride in my tennis shoes <laughs>
0: <laughs> so speaking of which what do you see as a popular upgrade uh it seems like a standard i get the slip on mufflers what's the next step up back in the next the step
4: up is probably this the stage kits they have for the engine um, a lot of people are putting uh performance camshafts in them and uh big bore kits um and then from there just you know, goes on a cylinder heads, bigger cubic inches, and, and things like that. Right, right.
0: Um, if I wanted to go uh, all the way, um, your service department is set up, and we're going to talk maintenance here in a little bit, Wally. If yeah. I want to go all the way, um, what kind of uh, addition or treatment
4: can I give my Harley? As far as performance? Yeah. Uh, they've got a stage four kit, which uh, puts some pretty good power any of the engines there. Um, There's a lot of these stage kits that Harley's coming out with right now that um, keep your bike under factory warranty too, so you can do all this and retain the warranty without having any issues there. But, uh, you... And that's
0: important because I know in the in the vehicle world, you start deviating too far away, and it's not OE approved. Right. Uh, you could have low miles on something; it's mm-hmm. not going to be under warranty. So that's really cool that, uh, and you have that here in your service department. Um, we talk maintenance. You know, we Wally, you said you've got a you've got a bike that's got 150k on it. Yes. Uh, you just can't get there without maintaining it. Um, what can you tell folks as is sort of Really key ingredients for the longevity of their bike beyond an oil service or anything like that.
4: Talk to us about that. Longevity service. Just have bring your bike in, hit it every 5,000 miles on, on those intervals, change the oil, have everything inspected, adjusted, lubed. You know, doing that on time and, and like I said, keeping fresh oil in your bike. Um, on time just keeps the longe- longevity of the bike. Right. Um, what are you seeing, particularly, that folks
0: may not know uh, that they can be negligent? They maybe they just don't know that's causing an uptick in cost to the service. Um, you know, again, oil services. You know, every 5k that has to be done. But is there some folks that are
4: do folks are doing that are costing them more money in the end? Well, a lot of people don't check their tire pressures. You know, and and. Um early wear on tires, uh checking brake pads, just going around the bike and, and finding things that are starting to wear out before they do wear out. Because yeah. if you get to the point where something wears out and then ruins another component, then not only do you have to fix like say a set of brake pads, but you wore out the, the, the brake rotor, rotor also. Rotors, yeah. calipers maybe you yeah. get into the hydraulics. So if you- yeah, you catch that stuff early, then yeah, yeah. You, you save some money there.
0: Same with the check uh, engine light, if you will. We've obviously mm-hmm. we got them in the vehicles, and one of the things that we get. Well, I'm I, I'm not. I, have you seen people just put black tape on the check engine light like we do? Uh, I haven't seen that. All yet. All right. Well, we no. see that, of course. If you're listening, we without preaching, man, a check engine light comes on. You you got to get that looked at. Um, in terms of check engine light, you've got all the latest and greatest for equipment. You know, in our world, folks are. Perhaps uh, looking at a code pull, we always tell them, man, you really got to check data stream, right? You don't want to just throw parts on it. Speak to us about, I come in with a Harley to your service department with a check engine light.
4: What are you going to do? First thing we're going to do is going to hook it up to our computer that we have. It's called Digital Tech, and uh, we can plug it in. It'll pull up the codes, tell us what it is, and, uh, you know, if it's a current code, there's an issue right now, we can... Use that, and it will bring us through uh, pinpoint diagnostics. You're testing uh, to verify.
0: Tech. That's the key. That's it. Yeah, and and I got to speak on this. You guys know without preaching, and Wally, I, I just got to say this because uh, we got a lot of wrenches, automotive technicians, uh, motorcycle mechanics. Don't belittle these guys and gals in the service space. Um, there is a lot of training. There's a lot of technology. And, and if you come in with this little slip that says, hey, uh, I got a code, and uh, I, need to, I brought the part. Um, Again, if you're doing it yourself, great. That's great. But if you're going into a professional environment uh, with an automotive technician, a mechanic, pay for some testing because they are going to pinpoint so there is no monkey business about guesswork costing you more money. And you spoke on that. That's the same here at Harley-Davidson here at Desert Wind in your service department.
4: That's right.
0: Yeah. Um,
4: How many wrenches do you have back there, motorcycle mechanics? Uh, Let me see. We've got... Six flat rate technicians um, and then two hourly guys. So uh, you got a good uh, total, team. That's totally a robust team. Great team. Great team. Yeah. Yeah. Great team.
0: Um, motor swaps, things like that. You do. Uh, we call that heavy, it's heavy line, and, and yeah. you do all that heavy motor line swaps, stuff. Motor yeah. swaps, engine
4: rebuilds, sure. transmission rebuilds. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Wally, uh,
0: on the maintenance, have you ever been caught out there on your ride um, <laughs> thinking, thinking, other than a tire? You keep tire definitely, but. Did you think that you had everything tip-top and something happened that left you out yes, there?
3: Yes, I, I've come back. At 150,000 miles, I can say I've had two issues that I've had to rent U-Hauls and load them up. And one of them was way, way up at the north end of Nevada, and the other one was in Texas. So it was pretty good hauls away. Um, definitely, I'm picky about who's going to work on my bike. Matt's worked on my bike before. Um, I don't let anybody work on it. I don't know. So when it breaks majorly on the road, I put it in the back of a U-Haul truck, and I bring it home. You That's know? it, yeah. Well,
0: speaking of that, uh, roadside service, is that non-existent? No. Sorry, it's probably <laughs> ignorant on my part. But in our world, when like when we do repairs, we're going to provide roadside service assistance. There's some towing package, almost like a mini AAA uh so forgive me for getting Yeah, it. No,
3: no, that, yeah. That, that pretty much. I mean, the only roadside assistant you're going to get with a Harley Davidson is a flatbed truck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there you I go. Mean, that, uh, we'll come we'll right.
4: pick you up in a trailer and we'll get yeah, you back yeah. to the shop. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes.
0: So real quick, uh, Matt, there's a lot of young up and coming uh, mechanics, motorcycle mechanics. How did you get started?
4: Uh, I got started. I went to uh, the motorcycle mechanics school up in uh, North End of Phoenix back in 96. Um you know, I did a little tinkler, tinkering with cars and stuff when I was motorcycles when I was younger, but um, went to school, stuck to it, it's what I wanted to do, and uh, got out of there and, and found a job and just been, you know doing this ever since yeah
0: um we've seen a shift uh, in the automotive industry uh, a lot of lot of talk about uh, garages having a tough time finding good mechanics uh it, it it sort of slapped us in the face to the fact that we need to have a culture in our shop long gone are the days where we can just have a you know take advantage of a mechanic or uh, a ranch or even some youngsters that are in the garage we need a culture talk to me about what you would say to a lot of these youngsters want to do they want to wrench behind uh, a motorcycle a harley uh, what challenges do you have that you can share with them to inspire them to keep going
4: um you know going to school the the less you know the the more you learn it seems like and uh just stick with it it's fun um hit the books and study hard man gets it pays yeah. off you know this is I love riding motorcycles, and I I love uh, working on motorcycles, and that's what I get to do. I get to come to work and ride motorcycles and work on motorcycles. It's the ideal job for me.
0: Yeah. We've had John Gardner on the show, uh, Velocity's uh, Tech Garage, great guy. And, of course, he's actually uh, not only does he do do the show, but... He's an accomplished automotive instructor, professor of the year down in Florida there at Chippewa College. You know, folks see him on TV, but they don't realize he's an instructor. Um, Do you have a story to tell us about a moment with an instructor that made you get to that? next level maybe you
4: were kind of you were flatlining a bit and yeah it was uh i don't 20 years ago is a long time for me my memory's going bad here but uh <laughs> i i do remember one instructor that i had in school and uh he was i don't he just encouraged me to just use the books and uh and you know follow the tools that we have yeah to get the job done and um you know it seems like that's the best thing to do Discipline is key you 're speaking on that
0: for sure, and you know we have a mentor program at our garage and one of the things that we start with, I would say about 40% of what our younger up-and-coming technician is going to do is all about attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, you possibly cannot pull off a brake caliper and forget to torque that back on. So that includes the beginning attention to detail. You youngsters listening, that means if you're responsible for housekeeping, let's call it what it is, if Matt is coming by to check out your work in that garage and you have let you just not about attention to detail how is matt going to bring you uh to possibly doing brakes uh, on a harley or removing a tire so uh you touched upon that big time technology is blazing away uh what kind of training are you responsible for uh per year uh working on a harley
4: um you know new models and new things come up all the time so they've uh, the factory continues to um have us go to factory training and, and schools, you know, when new things come out. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: well, Matt Blewett from uh, Desert Wind Harley-David Services Department. Give us the hours of the service department. Ooh, you got a business card? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think it's... Uh, Matt's in the back working on eight, stuff. Eight to He's, six, yeah. maybe eight. eight six. All right, nine, well, six. just
0: know that if you're coming down here to Desert Wind and you buy a Harley, not only can you accessorize to your suit, your need, your flavor... But, man, they've got a service department to take care of you. Matt, you rock. Thank you for spending time with us. Um, we'll you, do this again. If you're again. looking for
3: horsepower, you ask for Matt. That yeah. I, that I can Come tell see you. Me. Come That's, see me. That, that That's good to know
0: because there's a lot of horsepower faking going on out there. <laughs> and, Matt, thank you so much, man. We appreciate <laughs> you. you stopping thank you guys. by the, appreciate the show. it. Uh, Matt Plewitt with the Desert Wind, Harley Davidson. You know, it's always good to meet uh, a mechanic that takes pride in what they do and um, horsepower is 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 key, right, right? Sounds like Matt Matt knows, Matt, uh, Matt knows, knows the gig.
3: Matt, Matt's a little bit uh, uh, humble when it comes to it, but Matt's also a drag racer uh, of a Harley. Nice. You know? So he's been doing it a long time. Been doing it with friends of mine. I've known Matt a long time. Well, we got to go and yeah. support Matt. Oh man, yeah, so, we, we can do it. I'll tell you what—you you you'll bring both of them with you because that's what it takes to ride a bike down the strip like that. No
0: <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Uh, of course, we were hanging at NHRA here in Phoenix recently, and you know it's always good uh, to a lot of our listeners are hanging, and and they they're you know their their motorsports is in their blood, and and people don't realize that it it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, and the work goes away though when you have. He had mentioned Matt mentioned something. When we asked him about the challenges, he said, "You know what? You love what you do. You, you, you're going to have challenges working on this stuff. Sure, sure. But you love what you do, and as long as that's in the gut and the belly, boy, that uh, that gets you that gets you by for sure.
3: Yes, yes. You know, he gets to come to work, works on motorcycles, rides motorcycles, test rides motorcycles." And gets paid for it. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a wild ride
0: right here at Desert Winds. You remember Saturday, this Saturday come on out, uh from nine to three PM. Uh free pancake breakfast, so you can't get any Better than that, free tire pressure top off, his safety inspection, got a boot shine, just all things uh, community, and Harley-Davidson here at Desert Wind. Lots of vendors out here, A lot so of vendors. Sure to it's uh, yeah. it's going to be a, a huge Lollapalooza. I want to thank all the guests from Desert Wind uh, for hanging with us on the show. We got to talk to quite a few people uh, about the operation here, which is really cool. That's you got cool. some wild and wacky news? I think we got some wild Let's and wacky news. Let's open this up. Here we go. The Wrench
1: Nation wild and wacky news on wheels.
0: All right, I had to step back way back in time to 2005 and relate it to the choppers, the motorcycles, inmates in Nevada uh, back in 2005. They got together and built the ultimate big house chopper. That was back in 2005. So I'm going to leave you with a question. Is this happening today? Are they building a big house? Chopper today. So if you've got the answer, get on the Ranch Nation Facebook, or hey, you can text us 480-655-8870. You guys rock.
2: That's going to do it for this week. Ranch Nation, of course, two hours every week, three to five on Wednesdays here on 88.7 The Pulse, the podcast coming up this weekend as
0: well. Yeah, you guys rock. You've gotten on the iTunes all over and told us what you thought about the show. We appreciate you. Click that subscribe button. And remember, hang out on Facebook, Ranch Nation. It's where we kind of do our videos our new car review maybe we've got a project in the garage we appreciate you love you We're right back stay tuned we're going to be back next wednesday and as i always say be safe hug each other and never forget to hug a mechanic